Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Let's just look at through the Wikipedia, shall we? Because we don't know her by brand, right? She's 
She wrestled. She she lives in Massachusetts, so that means she's a Red Sox fan. Um, let's see. Their most noted work was between her and Bailey, 2000 October 7, 2015, at NXT Takeover, first Iron Woman match in WWE history. Match was voted by Pro Wrestling Illustrated as Match of the Year. She was voted as Woman of the Year uh, while they matched NXT Takeover in Brooklyn in August 2015. Uh, in 2016, her and Charlotte Flair became the first women to headline a WWE pay-per-view event at Hell in a Cell. Um, since, you know, first match since 2004, professional wrestling career. She started out in chaotic wrestling in 2010 to 2012. Okay. In Wauburn, Massachusetts in 2008, she made her in-ring debut. Um, Mercedes KV. In October 1st, 2010, in an intergender tag team match where she teamed with Nikki Rocks in a losing effort to Alexis and Danny E. Uh, okay, so in October 22nd, KV lost her debut singles match to Danny E. And a rematch to him on November 13th. In 2011, KV earned her first victory when she and Rocks defeated Alexis and Mr. Spelmont in a tag team match. I know I'm going down the list, but I got to get to know her. We haven't seen her in four months, so I might as well give the whole biography about Miss Banks. Okay, so she's inaugural Chaotic Wrestling Women's Champion, but was unsuccessful. So she tried. She was she was in a gauntlet match, but she failed. She was in an I Quit match uh, in Chaotic Women's Wrestling. She made a title defense against Barbie January 6th. KV faced Luscious Latasha. That name sounds so raunchy and kinky I don't even know what to do with it but anyways um, she then successfully defended the championship twice against Nikki Rocks not Nikki Cross that's really throwing me off uh, on June 1st KV defeated Alexis which I have some idea who these women are um, she became the longest reigning chaotic wrestling women's champion 182 days well she Actually, no, folks, it's a previous record of 182. She defended the title successfully, retained against Barbie. Boy, that's ironic, isn't it? I mean, some of you catch my drift. But anyways, she's an independent circuit from 2010 to 2012. So uh, WWE, the BFS 2012-2014, Canesta Vernado participated in a WWE tryout uh, camp on August 18th. I... Remember that. She was assigned to NXT's to WWE's developmental territory where she adopted the ring name Sasha Banks. Oh, so that's where I fucking knew that. Um, okay, December 12th, she lost to Paige. Banks' first televised win on NXT was on January 23rd, 2013 against Alicia Fox. Interesting. Banks entered a story where she revealed to be Audrey Marie, who returned and attacked Banks on February 20th. I don't remember her. Jealous of Banks' success. That's every female in every wrestling story. Uh, June 19th, episode of NXT Banks competed in the NXT Women's Championship Tournament to determine the inaugural champion, but lost to Summer Rae in the first round. Whoop do fucking do. Because Summer Rae's not there anymore. She obviously is talented enough to be there, folks. I'm not downing her. I'm just saying whoop de doo because she sounded like she was having orgasm every time she screamed. And trust me, ah, sounds very appealing, right? You know, look, 
I could get onto the whole train of just disrupting Summer Rae's uh, career. She was a great manager for Fandango, and she did have a tenured career in WWE, something someone always dreams of. But back to Sasha. Two weeks later, NXT Banks defeated Bailey. Okay, it was accompanied by Ray, which, what the fuck? Okay, so Bailey was originally heel. For those of you who don't know, her name was originally Davina, and I am not shitting you. That was her original name, which, thank God, the creative team got into Bailey's head and said, hey, this is your name, this is who you are. Um, on November 13th, episode of NXT, the BFFs defeated Bailey and Charlotte in a tag team match. Okay, let's fast forward. She was the NXT Women's Champion from 2014 to 2015, so she lost the championship to Bailey to determine. Okay, so Banks lost to Bailey in a match to determine the number one contender in the NXT Women's Championship. So there's a fatal four-way on September 11th. Banks attacked Bailey. Okay, yeah, this is about the four horsewomen. She was unsuccessful. Let's fast forward the career, shall we? Takeover Unstoppable, May 20th, Banks defended and retained the title against Becky Lynch. Fast forward even further. Banks dropped the NXT Women's Championship to Bayley, then ending her reign at 192 days. Banks celebrated with Bayley and former rivals Becky Lynch and Charlotte. The match was highly praised by critics and won match of the year and awards. I know, look, if I'm boring you to tears, dude, you can turn it to another podcast that bores you with politics and sports, because guarantee you, I know some people are going to be so damn biased about their own fucking sports team, it's not even funny. Oh, yes, the Patriots this, the Patriots that. Well, the Patriots can, you know, blow it out their hole one end and blow it out their other hole in the other, you know, scenario, okay? Screw the Patriots. They're a bunch of fucking cheaters. Anyways, I know that's her team. I don't give a damn. Banks made her official debut on the uh, Women's Revolution Team Bad 2015-2016. So she made her debut in 2015 on an episode with Charlotte and Becky. And Stephanie said there was a women's revolution. Yes, yes. Um, So Sasha Banks, you know, she's been off and on TV, folks. There's a hiatus that she had, you know, Banks returned to WWE in June 2015-2016 because she got hurt. She was a Raw Women's Champion 2016-17, like four times. So that's when, you know, we fast forward to her winning, or getting close to winning the Rumble, and she did not. Asuka ended up winning. Um... Is the very first women's Royal Rumble that she actually participated in did Sasha. What value does she hold in this company? I mean, look. There's a reason why she's called the legit boss. She's the first ever of her breed, of her kind, the women division that is, to go on to win the women's, be the first ever women's tag team champions at Elimination Chamber. And she basically... Broke through barriers, helped, you know, influence a lot of females, and she helped a lot of people, despite the fact that she kind of uh, blew off my cousin at an autograph, you know, non-autograph session, that's okay. Shit happens, you learn to move on, and you talk about business, right? So, there's a lot of stuff that Sasha is known for. 
And one of those things is, you know, she always makes an entrance. And last night was an example. She attacked Natalia. Becky Lynch came to the aid of Natalia. No, she's like, wait a minute, hold on. What are you doing here? You know, type thing. It's it's an alpha female versus alpha female. These two, Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, know each other fairly well. Is Sasha's reign of terror over? I don't think so. I mean, after all, she took a four-month hiatus with the company. She left cryptic statuses on Instagram. Look, everyone has their own niche or everyone has their own thing. I think the boss took a break for a reason. Like, look, I get where she's coming from being burned out. I don't get where she's coming from as far as making the hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars that she asked for. But this is a huge momentum swing when you look at AEW. Now, my friend and I may disagree. Well, look, you have Tessa Blanchard. You have Karma. You have Taya. You have a whole bunch of names in the AEW women's division. However, I'm going to point this out. The one thing that WWE can bring to the table as far as competition goes, because now it is a fucking competition. I don't care what you all say. It is a competition in the sense that there are women that are projecting themselves to be very, very good wrestlers in both spectrums. And what do I mean by that? Like this. Sasha brings to the table what Charlotte, Becky, and all the other women, you know, from NXT and main roster bring to WWE. You have your Mia Yims, you have your Shayna Baszlers, but Sasha Banks is one of a fucking kind, okay? It can't be, you know, oh, well, Sasha, you know, she walked out in the company because she wanted better. Who doesn't want better for themselves? Like, honestly, Who doesn't want to make their company, you know, who doesn't want to help themselves just feel better about it? Maybe she did need the four months away from the company because she felt that there was a need just to clear her head. It all happens to us. We all get burned out at the job. We get burned out elsewhere. I'm like, look, you want, you want my honest answer about Sasha about why she returned. I don't know, and I have to dig and do some further research as to maybe there's some renegotiations. Maybe there's a a lot of factors that factored into why she rejoined the company. Here's the thing. Some may say, well, Meltzer's the dude that you want to talk to about this. But I I wouldn't touch Meltzer with a 10-foot pole. He is a source that is unreliable, because he was the one, folks, if you don't recall, that gave us a crappy-ass WrestleMania 34 because he wanted to give the end results to WrestleMania 34. And it you know, it used to be the spoilers would follow suit and they'd give in to what the fucker was saying and wouldn't give it in. But the sales are so low, it's like, oh, you know, let's just completely give the opposite of what people are expecting. It's like going to a magic show. You don't expect to see a magician do a certain trick. Like he, he does the tackle box where he goes inside the tackle box and he's chained up and he pulls a Houdini and comes out on the other end. You don't want to say to a kid, yeah, well, you know, he has 
trick where he cuts the fucking chains a certain way so he can get out of it easy. That's how he gets out, son. You don't fucking say that shit. You just don't. That's why I told you I can I can parallel Meltzer all day long, folks. But it's it's a decision that I much rather would like to stick to the subject at hand, and that is Sasha Banks and a little bit of Kofi Kingston in my life. A little Mambo number five. Look, I believe that the reason why she come back, something had to have been reworked in that contract. Because, look, you don't want to wrestle for free. Uh Uh-uh. Hot dog and handshakes, that's for a select few, okay? Some people just like to entertain the crowd, and that's on them. Don't knock on people what people will be doing. So, like, I'm sorry, folks, that was an update on the phone. It's no big deal, you know. Sound effects are sound effects, you know. They're a gremlin sometimes in the soundboard, and it kind of works out all for itself. So, anyways, back to the subject again. I think that the reason, and my take on this is, is that you get burned out. You go and you travel so much in professional wrestling to the point where you're literally living out of your fucking suitcase. And your time with family is your time with family. you got to make the most of it. You get written out a story, that's on you. Okay, did she throw a tantrum? I don't fucking know, and I wasn't there. So who am I to judge the situation, what happened with Sasha? However, her attitude is, you know, I can make this better. Watch, I'm going to make it better. I'm going to make the crowd love me. I'm going to make them worship me. They miss me type thing. That's the confidence that I miss from, you know, the the women's division. I don't think Charlotte has an issue with confidence, you know, and providing it, you know, on a daily fucking basis. She did, after all, beat Trish Stratus. Then you have Becky Lynch, who successfully retained the championship against Natalia. I don't think the crowd really cared for Natty. I mean, it's sad because she was out there giving her all, you know, through a promo. And when she mentioned her dead dad, I, I did want to point out, man, I don't care what crowd it is that's offensive how would you feel if you were at the eulogy of your own fucking parents and people were chanting boring boring just gonna throw it out there you guys are fucking rude some of you but anyways i'm gonna on that note what's up latvia indonesia what's up uk what's up canada how you doing us of a how's it going Australia, Tokyo, Italy, all the people who fucking listen. I just want to point this out. For those of you who get butthurt by what I just said, you fuckers are the same people who sat there and cheered the fucking fact that there's a hometown person. Because you're just like an East Coast crowd. You don't always care for the hometown boy or hometown girl. You just care what has to get you over. Some of you, not all of you. Now, Back to the subject ahead. Sasha Banks. Getting to know her, getting to know all about her. Look, I just gave the lowdown on Sasha Banks. For those of you who have forgotten what she's all about, what she did, where she came from, when she started her career, she started very young. Okay, let's just point it out. And I vaguely remember seeing her wrestling show because a friend of mine invited me to her show for chaotic women's wrestling. So I vaguely, I just remember her just being so full of like energy. And do I even recall her being the niece of Snoop Dogg? Look, that's not important. 
What's important is that if you gain a reaction from a wrestling crowd, you're doing your job. You're actually understanding the concept. She may have been gone for four months, but the point is, folks, like, it's good to see her. Do you know why? Because I'm sick and tired of seeing Lacey Evans bending over with granny panties and putting a fucking rag in her armpit and putting, you know, the rag in people's face. I know it's gimmicked, and I know she's really nice and friendly in real life. I get that. I just am saying, like, it's a nice, it's a breath of fresh air. Because having Lacey, you know, involved in the company, she's doing her job as a fucking heel. I get it. You know, everyone's supposed to hate her with a passion, and she's supposed to fill the shoes of Sasha Banks. She's the replacement. She's the this, that, the other. I don't care what you label her. Lacey did her job. Sasha's doing it better. And I'm just going to be bluntly honest. So glad to see that Sasha Banks has returned because one trick replaces another trick. Like, just saying, like, tick for tack or tick for tack, whatever, you know, the saying is. Some just say I'm just rambling to hear my own voice. Look. I've seen a lot of professional wrestling in my 32 years of existence. Do I remember all of it by heart? No. Do I remember all of it from four years old up until now? No. She already gets the reputation of hurting others. Okay, if we're referring to her hurting others, that could mean her hurting Page at a certain live house show at Madison Square Garden near Christmas time a couple years back. But, folks, let me just tell you this. In professional wrestling, or anything for that matter, you're going to have miscues, okay? Miscommunication. And what happened with her and Paige was a miscue. Now, aside from the logistics of why, you know, what Sasha's done wrong, let's point out one thing. She has won the women's champ, Raw Women's Championship four times. So that automatically puts her in the driver's seat to plead her case as to her earning a championship opportunity for the Raw Women's Championship. Does that put her to the front of the line? In my book, yes, it does. Because it doesn't matter what Lacey Evans or Charlotte Flair or whomever wants the opportunity at Becky. <clears throat> get in line, women. Get in line. If your name it doesn't you know, precede you, let me explain something. Did you tear down the house? At Brooklyn Takeover in 2015? No. Like Sasha did and Bailey, they put on a one hell of an Iron Woman match, and I've never gotten so emotional about a wrestling match in a long while. And those two painted the fucking picture for every fan to see. So she is a trailblazer. And she did, you know, she did make her history at Evolution. Um, granted, you know, there are some times where she felt probably like, damn, I'm stuck. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't speak for her, and I don't want to. And look, I've let the fact that, you know, she stiffed a lot of people just for signings, and she's bitched a lot. Point is, she's filling a vacant spot right now because someone's, a certain someone is on vacation. Cough, cough, Lacey Evans. All right. There's a lot of valid points because a lot of people say, well, AEW didn't want her. That doesn't fucking matter. She could have been in Japan. She could have gone back to Ring of Honor. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Guess who she ended up with? 
World Wrestling Entertainment. The fact of the matter is, she is where she is. Is it a long-lasting contract? I don't fucking know. As long as she entertains, as long as she makes good on her word, whatever that word was, I'm good. I'm so fucking good. What is the main reason for a wrestler to come back? I'll tell you what it is. After a while of sitting on your ass and doing nothing and watching the ocean, you know, just going with the tide, rolling with the flow, and going to parties and saying, man, remember when you used to be this? That's motivation enough to go back to anything. And let me describe something for y'all who don't know uh, the other side of the spectrum as far as professional wrestling goes. Let me just point this out for you. For those who do not wrestle, I get it. You don't know type thing. But I also am not going to shove it in your face and go, oh, you don't know, you don't know. Some of you don't know. <laughs> that part I am going to shove directly in front of the facts to you is that when you travel, it's kind of like living the life of a rock star. You go from town to town. You get cheered, you get booed. You get cheered, you get booed. Your T-shirts sell. You get a merch check. You get a net worth check. You get a salary pay if you are in World Wrestling Entertainment. All right? So from that salary pay, that could be one, two, three, four weeks. So at five hundred and fifty-five grand, which was her net worth, which is what her salary was, imagine that. Multiply that by four. I actually can have the number for you. So... 555000 times 4 equals $2,220,000. That's just an estimate of what Sasha was making. I don't know the exact money that she'd be raking in, but it's more than me. I can guarantee to you. It's not just, well, for some it is about the money. For others, it's more about getting the attention of the fans and actually making it worth their while. For others, you know, it may be about both. But for others, it may just be a fucking paycheck. I don't honestly know what's inside going through Sasha's brain right now, but she's getting a lot of buzz, a lot of social media attention on both Instagram, Twitter, what have you. Like, look, it's all about how you present your case to the fans, what you're about, why you came back. And I think that she's doing it. I, you know, the Sasha Banks reprise. Still getting to know her, still getting to know all about her. Yes, because we still don't know her. Because for years went to NXT. For years, you know, we knew what she was about because she was a boss. She, she literally steamrolled her way through every fucking female in that locker room. I didn't care if your name was Charlotte Flair. Didn't care if your name was Asuka or Trinity Fatu or Naomi, whatever, whomever. Sasha did not care. She did not give two shits about who you were. She just was like, okay, you're going to stand in front of me? Fine. I'll just pick you apart. Limb from limb. From pillar to fucking post. That's what her attitude was. Then she got up to Maine. She had to readjust herself. She went from baby face, straight up heel, back to baby face. The fans got weary and tired of her because she was literally playing hot potato between her and Charlotte Flair with the Raw Women's Championship. Fans didn't like that. So, you know, she took backlash for that. And then she got the reputation of, well, 
She's not a bad worker, but she's got attitude. You know what? Think fans. Right here, right now, if you have children, small ones at that, please put headphones over their ears because the following content is set for one fall. It has explicit language, adult language, language that is not to be repeated or transposed in any shape or way, shape or form. So if you if you end up repeating it, I shall strangle you both, failing at being parents. You dumb fucks. All right, for those of you who don't know, Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark show. It has been trademarked since the year 2016. If you decide to use my trademark, you will owe me $45. That is no joke. It is published under the rights of Brian Rails, the sole creator and proprietor of Off the Rails Uncensored, a show trademarked by Russell Radio Network and coined in 2016. All right, enough of the trademarks. I do not own the rights to Nikki Cross's theme, Glasgow Cross, BFO, trademark, and produced by Jim Johnson of World Wrestling Entertainment. I do not own the likeness on the Tron, and nor do I own the likeness of the music produced here on the show, Russell Radio Network. All right, fuckers, let's, you know, get this party started, shall we? Buckle up. Because you're about to get inside my brain. Enter at your own risk. Dig it. being absent for four months since WrestleMania 35. This is the last time we saw her when her and Bailey dropped the championships to the stupidest well the ideal is stupid to dis you know disallow or discredit the iconics. Like really they're not the greatest of tag teams and they remind me of what set back the women's division. Just a smidgen, just a smidgen. Okay. They won the tag team championships, and then Sasha went on hiatus. She didn't go to all of her appearances, pissed off a lot of people. So now there's a lot of fucking ground to cover. Like, hey, you didn't show up to this uh, appearance at Cricket. Hey, you didn't show up to your signing at uh, Cincinnati. Or, hey, you know, there's a lot of hey you missed, basically. Now, in the women's division, your WWE Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch, your SmackDown Live Women's champion Bailey. Ironically, the four horsewomen are now all back on the roster on Maine. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. So, one begs the question like, is this the perfect setup and scenario for WrestleMania 36? Because if so, there's a lot of scenarios that play out in my head. The fatal four way between all four horsewomen. Who's going to reign supreme? Who's going to take it all? 
Is it going to be Sasha? Is it going to be Bailey? Is it going to be Becky Lynch that takes it all again? Or or could it be the legit boss that makes a comeback in 2020 and wins the Raw Women's Championship and SmackDown Live? It should truly be legit. I mean, Sasha's already got a resume. And look, she was the longest reigning women's champion in chaotic women's wrestling. Okay. 182 days. She's the four-time Raw Women's Champion, the first ever inaugural tag team, one half of the tag team champions with Bayley. So that begs the question, you know, what's going on? What's going down? What's good? With Sasha, that is. Like, I don't, like, look. I don't know is a common theme right now with Sasha Banks because she all came out of surprise. Like, did we expect Sasha? We all expected her at Extreme Rules, you know, to interfere with uh, Bliss and Bailey and leave Bliss and Bailey a bloody mess or whatever, uh, you know, a heaping mess, or just carnage, you know. She did that practically last night, folks, in, in Toronto, Canada. Let the hometown girl, Natalia, you know, in a heaping mess. You know, Daddy came out with a sling, which... I don't know if she's truly injured or not, folks. I don't think so. But, you know, just for the show showmanship portion, you know, Natty, you get five stars, whatever. Um, as far as Becky coming out and trying to run interference, you know, trying to or actually run in and do the save thing, I think it's great because Sasha needed to look strong. And, boy, you know, what what better way to do it than be the hometown girl up and say, like, oh, your father, blah, blah, blah takes the wig off, starts beating the holy hell out of Natty, then proceeds, you know, to watch and enjoy her handiwork. Then Becky Lynch comes out, and all hell breaks loose. And it's like, come on, Becky, yeah, you want to hit me? Come on. I like nasty folks. I don't like puss-ass fuckers that are not going to go full tilt. Because you might as well, when you get into a company that has been known for allowing people to let loose on occasion. Stone Cold Steve Austin, anyone, Triple H, Kurt Angle, the list goes on. Okay. I saw Edge last night. Yes, I'm well aware of that, dude. This is not about Edge. This is about Sasha. Okay. Sasha Banks, you know, is someone who I've always had my eyeball on. Why? Because she does things her way. It does. She doesn't have to necessarily answer to any boss or anything. After all, folks, her name is, her nickname is one of many monikers, Legit Boss. A legit boss does not take shit from anybody. And this includes the man, Becky Lynch, uh, Charlotte Flair, Ember Moon, Lacey Evans, doesn't matter who you are. Yes, the boss made her presence known. She was public enemy number one with a lot of people. And Becky did say, I would take anybody on from the back of the locker room because that's who and what I am. And, boy, you know, ask and ye shall receive. Sasha did show her ass up on Monday night. And the end result, looky, folks, looky, looky, who's got hookies? That's that's my fucking theory, and I'm sticking to it. Sasha came back more vicious, more fierce. 
she doesn't care who's in her way. It doesn't matter if you think you're an obstacle. She just is going to jump over you like a fucking track star over a hurdle. I sing in her praises? Kind of, sort of, yes, because I have an affinity for villains, folks. And the way that Sasha's treating the whole situation is, is I'm a villain. You better, you know, get, you know, get to step in because this is who I am. This is what I'm about. All right. If you can't understand me, then fuck off. That's the kind of attitude I enjoy because I'm sick and tired of the Namby Pamby. Oh yes, yeah, she's the always late face, and I'm going to talk on the microphone for 12 minutes on a fucking promo, and I'm going to do this, that, the other to you, and it gets so boring and stagnant. Thank you for Sasha returning, because if not, folks, that segment between Becky Lynch and Natalia would have been nothing but Mike fun. And the reason why I think that Becky Lynch had to run in and save Natty, because it could have been worse. Natty could have been on the shelf for very much longer, so whatever, it's gimmicked, I don't care. I'm, you know, getting to know Sasha again, I'm so glad this version of you came back. This version of you, meaning a version that we're we were all used to seeing in NXT, we're all used to seeing in your previous, you know, wrestling promotions like Chaotic Women's Wrestling. Like honestly, dear, I may have my umbrage with you for different reasons, but I'm so glad that you come back because all of us, well, some of us, were sick of seeing Lacey Evans trying to fill your shoes. And I'm just gonna say it, that plank does not hold any any kind of candle to what flame that you have already lit. And yes, it sounds like an ass-kissing session, but what it really sounds like is me telling or venting my frustration with the women's division. Do you know why? Because for the last few times that I've been seeing it, yes, Becky has held her own, and Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss are now champions, but I don't know for how long. The women's division needs some kind of spice because if it did not have any anything added to it, let me just tell you what will go on. You'd have a very good back-and-forth match with Trish and Charlotte. But other than that, what has the women's division been putting on for us as a show? Yeah, you know, you have Bailey holding her own as a SmackDown Live Women's Champion. You have Becky, who obviously is holding her own, retaining the Raw Women's Championship. Very tough match versus Natalya in a submission match at SummerSlam. But other than that, what the fuck has been going on? Really, what has what has the women's division done since Evolution? That awesome, you know, the first ever tables, ladders, and chairs match uh, with Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. What other than that? The uh, okay, other than the WrestleMania headline of three women headlining a main event for the first time in history. What has the women? They've done plenty. It's just come on, man. You got to constantly entertain the crowd. And when things get stagnant, who do you call upon? A legit boss. <laughs> you can bank on that. A lot of puns, I know. A lot of metaphorical sayings that make sense. But what I'm trying to get inside to you all as intel is look, she's a competitor that has won championships. Yes, she has proven her worth. Whether you know, like, you like her or not. She is somebody that can provide entertainment for a crowd. And look, I think, in my humble opinion, that this women's division needed that because look, on the other side of things, you have Tessa Blanchard, you have Car, you have well, I call her Kong, but Awesome Kong, 
you have uh, Nakana Bull or whatever, Bull Nakana. So you obviously have talented rosters on both AEW and WWE. Yes, WWE women's roster is more in-depth because you could either mean the NXT women's division or you could be talking about main roster. Some of you nitpickers out there. Let me explain this to you why I'm on board with Sasha Banks. Because I am one of those people that love the gimmick that actually comes to life like Bray Wyatt, Sasha Banks, Ruby Riot, the list goes on. The people that actually live within that bubble and can entertain, can go out, go beyond what they're supposed to do and entertain the crowd and give us a match like Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole, for example, at NXT TakeOver. I'm so proud of those two dudes because they done this several times at Evolve, and now they did this at a level in which can, you know, that match cannot be duplicated, or can it? Can it be outdone? A two out of three falls match is just the beginning. Just like Sasha Banks returning to Monday Night Raw is just the beginning, folks. You expect me to believe that this is the end of Sasha Banks? I ain't think so. I'm so glad she's here, not just because she's filling in for that little winch, that no-good scallywag, that, well, we don't know, folks. She might have had a few surgeries, but Lacey Evans. I say she did a good job, but not as good as what Sasha's doing right now. I look at the here and now, and I see someone that's been backed into a corner, been willing to get out of that said corner, and start scratching and clawing again. It's been a while since I've seen this version of her. The Sasha Banks that started out in NXT in 2014, that Sasha Banks is still going to either exist or is going to die. It's going most likely to die because the version of Sasha Banks is and will always be whomever she wants it to be, whatever version she's going to show you. Whatever you get is whatever you get. (sighs) So good to see her again. It makes a sense of familiarity come back to WWE and things are going to somewhat get better. You know, and, and by get better, I'm talking about, you know, women's division in general it heightens it makes things better it makes things more worthwhile to watch does the women's division is it the makeup of WWE entirely that's a good question Cody I don't think the women's division is made up you know make up the entire WWE but I do believe that it is carrying a lot of the intrigue for the company and a lot of the ways the company does things for, you know, young girls and their influences and, and who they like and who they dislike. So I believe the answer to that question is I don't think they're in the entire makeup, but they have made a lot of headway as far as entertainment value goes. So if you have any questions, folks, feel free to message me on Instagram, Russell underscore radio. That's Russell underscore radio on Instagram. You can also do Brian at underscore Brian Rails on Twitter. So 
if you have any questions, you can ask me on that so, on these social media platforms. Also, just a segue from the Sasha Banks talk. I believe that you can catch me, that's me, Brian Rails on Attitude Era Live Only on Blog Talk Radio. Just search for Attitude Era Live Only. I spent a half hour on a wonderful show, and it was with Icon, Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Be sure to check out that wonderful, wonderful segment. Even though it was short and me rambled, I rambled a lot, me rambled a lot. See, I'm talking in third person here. Um, but yes, it was a wonderful time, guys. I would love to do it again. Um, whenever you guys have time to book my ass, do it again, please. All right, enough about me. So, Angel Fishes, you know, NXT breakout tournament's almost over. Be sure to catch, you know, the recap of NXT TakeOver Toronto. You can do so by going to the WWE Network. You can subscribe. Your first month is free. After that, it's $9.99. I, it's $9.99. I don't want to repeat it. How do you do it? You can, if you don't have a valid debit or credit card, you can go to your local Dollar General, 7-Elevens, Best Buys, FYE, CVS, and Walgreens, and it's only twenty nine ninety seven at GameStop, folks, so if you want to do it on WWE Shop, you can get a WWE preloaded card, it is three months after that, so that's four months of content with not just WWE, you can get WCCW, Smoky Mountain Pro, ICW, Progress Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Smoky Mountain Pro, AWA, NWA, USWA, TVWA, several promotions, WCW, The Monday Night Wars, ECW. The list goes on and on, folks, on the wonderful thing that is known as WWE Network. For those of you who don't have the WWE Network and you resubscribed, you bandwagoning fucks. All right. Now, I know a lot of people are asking why I stopped talking about AEW. All right, so if it's $50 for their pay-per-view on August 31st, it is worth the $50 on the Bleacher Report app. You can download that on any device, your Android, tablet, uh, MacBook, PC. It is compatible. Actually, the app is only downloaded on electronic devices, such as your Kindle Fire. Um, It is compatible with Apple, so if you want to download the app, just look on the app, scroll through with your remote, and bleach your report, create a username and password. You must pay $50 to obtain this pay-per-view to give the fans a taste of what AEW is all about. It features the likes of Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, Dustin Rhodes, The Young Bucks, Joey Janela, Hangman Page, John Moxley, and various other talented professional workers, Tessa Blanchard, Aja Kong, Bull Nakana, uh, let's see here. Uh, awesome Kong, Kaya, long list of of talented individuals. Jungle Boy, MJF, love that dude to fucking pieces. Um, you can just catch the talented brew of AEW on August thirty first when they go to Chicago. Um, be sure to check them out. Give them a fair shake. You know, give them a chance because they are, after all, WWE's competition and you know, not just them, dude. It's Ring of Honor, New Japan. It's on, like Donkey Kong, right? Uh, these two titans going at each other. It's going to be amazing. Another wrestling war worthwhile, worth catching up through. Um, 
there's, you know, a few talents that catch my attention, like MJF, Jungle Boy, Cody Rhodes, of course, Chris Jericho, forgot to mention that awesome dude. Uh, Kenny Omega, very nice dude, met him at con, brief, you know, he's like, I'm sorry I was late, gave me a handshake, took a picture with him, it was all good, and, uh, you know, like I said, AEW is going to be highly interesting to watch, you'd be a fool if you didn't watch your your competition, alright, so, I'm going to end this little shindig, because I have 11 minutes left. Did Sasha Banks' return have impact any shape, form, or way? Because a lot of people thought she's just going to retire. She's not going to come back. She's going to wait till her contract runs out. There's a lot of speculation. There's a lot of jumping to conclusion about what Sasha Banks was trying to do. But I'm going to inform you all. Like, again, she is genius for, you know, taking a break, just taking a step back. You know, sometimes... Wrestling can be so crazy. This sport, you know, this love, this love circle, you know, this bubble that we have, you know, as workers. Everybody's engrossed in the action, you know, like, okay, how was your match, dude? Oh, man, you did really good. I really liked your work. It's more or less a brotherhood and a sisterhood that we all bond together, that we all come together as one, you know. And I think that it's important you know, moving forward with her. Because you can ride or die. You know, you can be a fan. I've always been a Sasha fan, though. I like her. doesn't mean I'm a fan. It's just I'm not crazy about her outside the ring. That's all. And it can just be more than one, you know, one instance, you know, because she did have an entourage with her of security at WrestleMania 35, and who would not? Because people are crazy. If you don't go with security, you're gonna get tackled, uh, hit on, whatever. And, you know, I, I get that, but I also I said I have my reservations about her in some ways, and I do like her in a professional way. It's very weird, you know. It's a love-hate relationship, man. I've ever since she came through in NXT, I've always been a fan in the sense that. She does her job. She gets you upset. She gets you happy. She gets you out out of your seat. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, the the uh, thought process of her, you know, moving forward with her. What are you going to do with her? Is she just a special attraction? Is she just someone that came back to be like, ooh, look at the shiny new toy, Sasha Banks. She's back. And then are you going to screw her over? Are you going to give her a championship? Well, you know, a lot of questions rise up. And now it's just like, damn, look at you. Like that shiny new jewel that everybody's looking at, eyeballing at, you know, from the case. That's Sasha. She's that I know you can't beat me type. And that's what I like about her. Because the one thing that turns me on to as somebody as a character is if they have fucking confidence. If you don't have confidence, and this is one thing I learned at Monster Factory, one of many. If you don't have believe in who you are as a character, how are you going to move forward in your career? If you don't believe it, then why should everyone else believe it? You know, Sasha has that ability to make a crowd, not just a crowd, but a, any kind of crowd. The East Coast crowd, Northeast crowd, a very up North crowd, as I like to refer to them, uh, the Canadian, you know, Canadian crowd. They're very similar to an East Coast crowd, though. It's kind of funny. So, anyways, if she has the innate ability 
that seldom few have as workers. I'm so fucking happy that she's back. Do you know why? Because now we as fans can talk about her. Good, bad, ugly, indifferent, whatever. She wears a weave. It doesn't matter. You're still buzzing about her. You're still giving her credibility. For those of you who don't know what that word means, I know you do, but I'm just going to shed some light, okay? Credibility. (laughs) Definition. The quality of being trusted and believed in. See what I'm saying? She legitimately came last night, and y'all were shocked. I was shocked, too. I was like, damn, I see a ghost. I see a fucking ghost. Because I honestly did not expect to see her back until next year. That was my honest prediction of her. Because it's like, oh, you know, might as well make an entrance. Why not at WrestleMania? Homegirl had us all fooled. Like, you... You're going to lie to yourself if you say, I expected her. No, you fucking didn't. You're like the person at a fucking movie theater, dude, that says, oh, I knew that was going to happen at the end. This is like going to uh, watch a TV show and you think you know the outcome. Or you read the spoilers and the spoilers are not even what the outcome is. And you're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. I even read the spoilers. That's exactly the feeling. And I love it because unpredictability Some love it, some don't. There's different kinds of unpredictability that I do not like. But there's some that I like because it's like, man, I want to be surprised. I want to be on the edge of my seat. I would like to fucking cheer again. Boy, you know, having that moment where she returned, went through the curtain, beat the fuck out of Natty, beat the holy hell out of, of Becky Lynch. My goodness. For the first time in a while, I was riveted. I was like, wow, this is the first Raw that I actually, you know, in a while, have gotten behind. You know, there's several Raws that I go, wow, this is a good Raw. 15 years ago, folks, is, is the timeline for that. And also some Raws this year and some Raws in the year before and the year before. But, the, you know, this current state of mind in professional wrestling is can they keep the momentum going? Can the WWE rise to the occasion and still bat at least 500 when they're at the plate with AEW because if you don't, if you strike out just one time is all it takes for fans to be like, okay, why should we invest our time in your product? Why should we believe what the fuck you're showing us? That always is a good question. What are you giving to us? What are you presenting for us? And are you giving us quality fucking show, man? Are you giving us entertainment? That's all I want, man. All I want to do is entertain. And I want to be like, wow, this is a good show, not wow, this is shitty, wow, this is crappy. Thank you for returning, Sasha. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Maybe there's hope yet. Right, for those of you, you know, who didn't like what I had to say, I am Brian Rails, and if you didn't like what I had to say on today's episode of Wrestle Radio Network, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And uh, happy uh, dinner, lunch, breakfast, uh, whatever meal you're on today. Happy tea time, London, empty, whatever. Uh, happy, happy, whatever. That's the theme. Okay. All right. Toodles, bitches. I love you all. 
good day, night, happy, whatever. That's the theme. Take it. Question for you: What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five. But if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.